He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. All right, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That's the FBI's main guy, Ray Epps, who we will discuss more in a moment here. Lots of fun in store for today's episode. It's our Friday around here. It's Thursday. Doesn't mean we don't have some content for you tomorrow. We do with Coin Club, 11 a.m. tomorrow on Red Voice Media. But we also are joined today again by Monica Matthews, our good friend who is here. If you're not following her, most of you are. She's got a big-ass Twitter account, but it's Monica on Air Talk. Give her a follow. We're going to have some fun today, guys. We got, first of all, reminder, this is our last, I just was reminding the guys too, and myself, because I'm forgetful. This is our last two-hour show. Next week, we go to three hours. We will be starting at 3 p.m. Now I've had, no, so no. Write it out. The time of my, oh, no. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no one puts baby to corner. Next, are we calling you baby now? I don't know, I just wanted to say it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that, and f he didn't give. What him are we talking about? <laughs> no, no. Everyone is left. There's literally no one watching anymore. Um, no, we we are going to three hours next week. It'll be 3 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern. We hope you'll join us for all of that. If you can't get all all of it, then get as much as you can. But we're looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. On today's show, we've got Ray Epps, whose usefulness has run its course. There's more to it than just that, though. There's there's a lot. We'll discuss that in a second. Is Joe Manchin going to run as a third-party candidate? Possibly. Possibly not. We'll discuss that, too. Russia is again warning with some pretty feisty rhetoric against using F-16s in Ukraine. You've got AI experts who somehow have an even more doom and gloom, terrifying <laughs> warning. It, the one guy said, we're all going to die. Just wait, there's more. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just tell you what, what one of them said. We're going to get into that. We've got some news and some information on the China hacking story. A lot. We got a lot to get to. Real quick, though, guys, this day, we talked about the digital dollar yesterday. This dollar, this digital dollar and central bank digital currency is being implemented in America, right here in America, as we speak. Don't be fooled. It will not benefit you. Just because it sounds convenient or progressive or new, it's not. Guys, it's not good. Act now before it's too late. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow started on July 1st. And brace yourselves, guys. It's going to catch a lot of people off guard. A lot of people are going to lo lose assets, lose savings, all of that. But there is a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar. You can do it with a straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. All you have to do is contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar and volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two USA gold. That's right. Call now. It's 833 287-2465. You can see it on their screen. You can also go to protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide will outline precise steps that you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without tax consequences. Again, call 833, the number two USA goal, 833-287-2465. All right, let's get into it. Who's more protected by the FBI? 
Hunter Biden or Ray Epps? This is not the question of the day, by the way. I thought you were doing like a song, not muted. That is a tough question, man. Both have committed crimes. Yeah. Both are totally insulated from the far reaches of federal law enforcement. Uh, Monica, what do you think? My answer was going to be yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you think Ray Epps has slept with Hunter? Could Ooh. be. Sort of a cocaine blackout. Yeah. You Who wake, knows? I know. You wake up with a runny nose, biting on a soiled sweat sock. and <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah, all the time. It took us like you five minutes <laughs> to get on track. <laughs> okay. Well, I bring up Ray Epps. We, so we showed the, you know, him in the cold open today. In, in the wake of Ray's defamation lawsuit against Fox News, it's now become apparent, it's come to light, that Ray, we have to go inside the Capitol Epps, is going to be charged by the FBI. He's currently facing criminal charges from the DOJ almost three years after the incident, all this according to the specifics of his civil complaint against Fox News. Here's a quote from the court docs filed by his attorneys. In May 2023, the Department of Justice notified Epps that it would seek to charge him criminally for events on January 6, 2021, two and a half years later, the relentless attacks by Fox and Mr. Carlson and the resulting political pressure likely resulted in the criminal charges. The complaint continues blaming Fox News for the criminal charges. It is difficult to believe that the Department of Justice would have pursued this matter if Fox had not focused its lies on Epps. Ultimately, the criminal charges conclusively demonstrate the falsehood of the story that Mr. Carlson and Fox told about Epps. So you've got this lawsuit against Fox where we've learned that he's going to be charged. And there's a lot of things that you could kind of extrapolate from, from this story and the, the rhetoric, the verbiage that's, that's being spewed out there. And a lot of people are saying, why is he being charged now? Why is this just coming up now? There's some people celebrating, saying it's about damn time. But pump the brakes there, because th first of all, from, from someone who's run lots of assets before, it could be, Ray, we used you. Thanks for your service but your usefulness has run out. It's run its course. Now we're gonna throw you to the wolves. Have a great day. Fuck you. Like it could be that. <laughs> and maybe that's happened before, uh, but, but it's also, it could be the fact that this whole civil lawsuit is happening and, and that plays a big thing. They're, they're saying, his attorneys are saying, and what, kind of the undertone or underlying discussion with this is they can they can say that Tucker and Fox went after Ray for no reason because he's been charged with a crime, right? Everyone's been saying, why hasn't he been charged? He's not, he was there, we've got him on camera doing all this, and it's true. He was a massive instigator, clearly being driven by the Bureau or someone else in the federal government. And now they can say, well, hold on, that's not true. You guys are all lying. See, he's being charged, it's right here. Is that what's happening? Is that what we're seeing? That's how it feels. I Ta mean, yeah. Yeah, that's my impression that yeah. they, if they're going to go through with this lawsuit, they need to say, look, we've told you the entire time and Ray has claimed his innocence of not working for the FBI or any other federal government uh, law enforcement agency. And look, he's been charged with a crime Yeah, because I'm under the impression that Ray was planted there. He was on the payroll of somebody we don't know about. He has not gotten paid yet. And so in order for him to get paid from Fox, it's got to be a, an airtight lawsuit for him to be able to get some money from Fox in his lawsuit. So he has to be charged with a crime to make it look like, hey, I was just part like everybody else. So there's no there's no paper trail linking me to the FBI 
or anybody else. Yeah. Or, or is he part of the thousand plus people that they have yet to arrest? Yeah. But who knows? I know that's not what everyone wants. To it's not. It's not what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> it, it's a possibility. There's yeah. a lot of possibilities here. Look, there's there is a a lot of speculation about Ray Epps, his involvement, who he was working with, who he wasn't working with that day. But there's also a bunch of voids. There's a bunch of areas where it's like I don't know. It seems like this, but we don't know. And here's the here's the part that really sucks. Here's the part that stings. I don't think we ever will. I don't think we're ever going to know the truth about Ray Epps. No, because, because these stories just get abandoned they they go to a place and they die and there'll be people still asking questions like hey it'd be nice hey can we can we just get some information on that but but we won't because it's there's too much that that could go poorly for for others the government for for apps for all these people for everyone involved if if the real truth comes out and so there's a possibility there's a possibility he was an fbi informant he was there with a purpose and objective, he accomplished it. They've protected him. Now they can't anymore. There's a possibility. It's just all tied to this lawsuit. They have to be able to say that. And there is that possibility, too, like Monica says, that nobody wants to discuss and doesn't make us feel all rosy and happy inside that he just was there like everyone else. I, I don't buy that. But but I also don't know. And, and I don't think any of us really do. I know some of you are like, oh, yeah, he absolutely did it. He was the one there. He was also, he was at Pearl Harbor. And he was at all these, no, he wasn't. No, we, you don't know that. You're, you think that. So I, I don't know. It, well, the only reason I say that is because someone actually broached the subject regarding the next round of J6ers from the stand in a Twitter space, nevertheless, like the gospel. Um, yes. Right? But, but these are people who would be in the know, usually. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they said that there are people that have not yet been rounded up because the courts were so backlogged. So it's not like they've uncovered a new wave of people. These people have actually been in their pipeline. That's the only reason I'm not covering for Ray Epps. Right. <laughs> I'm just suggesting that it, it it is another possibility. It is a possibility. Okay. The government is bloated, inefficient, slow, right. all right. of that. I can tell. I mean. Yeah, getting Shafi's damn asylum stuff is is like the most painful, slow process in the history of mankind. And I also just from working for the government, hey, we need to get this done. Cool, we'll get back to you in eighteen months. Okay, <laughs> um, but but things are changing. There's the, the 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 narrative is changing as it pertains to Ray Epps. There's some new twists and turns to the story. The narrative of January sixth, by the way, has also changed. Uh, <laughs> the, the, there's new reports that are coming out there that aren't used it people are going away from the term insurrection you, you've got people change it's, it's becoming they're they're describing it the way we described it like hey this some of this was a bad look for our country some of it was a bad look for for our party even though there was instigators there from from antifa and from the federal government and from all, all sorts of other places there were still people who did dumb shit that day and and, and it just wasn't a great day but it wasn't like this, this massive insurrection. It wasn't this dark day in history a, akin to Pearl Harbor or 9-11 like Kamala Harris said. It was none of those things. Now they're kind of downplaying it a little bit, which is interesting to see. When I was looking into the story today, I was completely astounded by all these really far left uh, news outlets like Rolling Stone magazine, who once called January 6th an armed insurrection, which nobody was armed other than the police officers that were there and the uh, bird who shot Ashley Babbitt. 
But now they've dialed it back to the point where they're calling the, the so-called insurrectionists protesters. Yeah. As protesters made their way to the Capitol, and they keep calling it a riot. Not one of Rolling Stone or any of the other uh, news agencies that I checked to read about this story used the word insurrection in it. Well, they always do this, though. Dem I mean, think about it. With Trump's impeachments, both of them, with so many other stories, they go hard to the hoop. They get everyone emotionally strung out on it. They, they pull on heartstrings. And then, whether it's weeks later, months later, or in this case, years later, they back down and like, okay, well, actually, what it was was this. Actually, the, the Trump phone call wasn't that bad. Actually, Trump didn't encourage anyone to go there. Actually, blah, 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 because they've already accomplished what they needed to. They needed the win when they needed the win. They got it. And now they're able to be like, well, we're, we're kind of backing off on that. Oh, I'm kind of surprised, though, considering, like, this is new to me. This is breaking news for Monica. Um, I'm surprised because you still have Fulton County coming up, yep. right? Yeah. And, and and there's still kind of this. There, uh, Jack Smith and others are trying to connect this web, this syndicate, right, of of ultimately charging President Trump with seditious conspiracy, as they've done others. So I'm kind of surprised that they're backing off of that now. I don't know what that tells me from the standpoint of the narrative propagators and what they know. So, so because they've always utilized it not only to get people emotionalized and mobilized through emotions, but to also connect these cases that are upcoming for President Trump. Yeah. No, so. that's, that's true. I mean, it is. This damn world has gotten so confusing. That's why, go to Monica's shop. That's why back there over her left shoulder, we have a full bar because this world is crazy. Fully stocked. Fully stocked. We may or may not have partaken. Maybe not. Maybe so. Why are we whispering? I don't know, because Joe does it. I wrote the bill. <laughs> Let's get to the question of the day. <clears throat> the question of the day is this. You are stuck on a life raft oh, in the gosh. middle of the Indian Ocean. Okay? Hmm. Who is your chosen companion, Maxine Waters or Elizabeth Warren? Oh, God. Again, I will say, you are stuck on the life raft, a life raft, in the Indian Ocean. Who is your chosen companion, Maxine Waters or Elizabeth Warren? Send your responses in. We'll tell you our answers, too, on the other side. We're going to get into Joe Manchin. Good talk, Joey Manchin, and we'll tell you why. Stick around. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. Act swiftly, 833-287-2465.
going to play music. All right, welcome back, folks. The question of the day, if you did not hear it, or if you just need to be reminded, is you're stuck on a life raft in the Indian Ocean. Who is your chosen companion? Auntie Maxine Waters or Elizabeth 164th Cherokee Indian Warren? Is it Cherokee? I think uh, so. Sure. Whatever. She's not even that. But but what is your response? Let us know. I'm I'm dying to know. We're gonna get you our answers as well. Dang it, Drew, Pocahontas, Maxine would, would be would be fed to the sharks right away. Pocahontas may have a few hours. Okay, so so they're both meeting their demise, one just faster than the other. Maxi pad overboard. <laughs> says Feather Catcher. Feather Catcher, by the way, I'm glad you got your coin. Glad you like it. Saw some commentary and exchanges between you guys earlier. Um, that's great. Glad you guys are getting them. More of y'all need to need to get some. We got a lot more than just this bowl. We got a stock room full of them. <laughs> Sometimes I wish we could have like fake ones made with chocolate and you just open them up and start <laughs> eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, back, back to it. Uh, Warren, because I'm part Native American too, says Jill. Okay, got to be Warren. Those Indians can paddle a canoe like crazy, says Tech. Great answer. That was a great answer. Um, <laughs> Railing Crockett on YouTube says, I'll jump out and take my chances with the other sharks. So. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm trying to see how to pronounce this. Oh, yeah. not an engine can probably swim. Maxine would not last <laughs> long in the water. I'll go with Maxine. Warren seems slightly less annoying, but hard choice says Ginger. Okay. Convinced you guys are insane, says Barb. We absolutely are. You, you, Barb, you know this better than anyone, perhaps. You've been been around a long time uh, and super grateful for that. Well, what, what are you going with, Monica? Elizabeth. Okay. Why? Because she could call upon her ancestral gods. Okay. You know. Okay. I mean, I know. That sounds weird coming from me, the Christian. <laughs> I would never survive with Maxine. That, that just, that wouldn't, that wouldn't happen. But why would you throw them overboard? I mean, why would you jump overboard? You know I what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, no. I'm, you've got to survive. Correct. Got to survive. Right. Tom, what are you going with? This is a tough one. It's kind of like, would you rather have a spastic colon at a very hot <laughs> county fair? <laughs> Porta potties. <laughs> or would you rather have a nipple ring with no Novocaine on your nipple? Ouch. <laughs> I'd probably go with the I'd probably go with the nipple ring one because that would be over quicker than the spastic colon, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes porta potties and hot diarrhea no. on a hot day. It's, no, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I am going with Auntie who, Maxine. Who is Auntie <laughs> Thank you for, for the 11,000. You would actually choose her to like stay in the raft? Is that what we're doing? What's that? She's staying with you. No, she's going she's over. She's going. Oh, she's going. <laughs> okay, Pretty okay, sure okay. she okay. can't swim. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair point. Uh, Disco, who are you going with? So I'm thinking it's Indian Ocean. So I had to look. I couldn't remember the flight number, but the MH370 disappeared. You yeah, know, I mean, I think over. it's pres presumed that we were on that flight. Yeah, and so um, the fact that it's a mystery, we don't know what's going on in that area. Um, I need to eat. Elizabeth Warren's a little more leaner. I'm gonna kill her. Find a way to get her body to get some fish. I have now have can catch fish to eat and then use her bones to row ashore. That is really yeah. dark. Did did you kill animals as a child? <laughs> That was really dark. Yeah, he also used to Maybe. light fire. <laughs> I, I did. I did catch a uh, caught. I uh, did light a cat on fire once. Oh. See, yeah. 
And then when he'd wet his bed, his mom would take the, the dirty sheet and hang it out his window to humiliate him in front of all the school kids walking by. Wow. Hey, David, <laughs> did you live on my street, Tom? This explains so much. Well, I'm, just say, I'm just saying, I'm, I need to survive, so use what I got. I'm going with Elizabeth Warren, too, just simply because she's, she's less annoying. I can't, I don't like looking at Maxine's face. I don't like anything she says. I don't like anything either of them say. But I think I've got to go that way. Um, someone, what did the someone say? I'll take Warren. She's got slightly fewer violent tendencies, says G. Casey. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, well, I like beer, and Warren likes beer, but Maxine might sing gospel, and I like gospel. So Mama Linda's confused. It's tough, right? Wow. It's tough. Someone said, oh, oh, Donner did. OMG, going to be voted a favorite place to work. Yeah, I think our, our like, was that site glass ceilings or glass whatever? There's like the, um, it's like a, a job place, but it gives ratings for like, I think we'd have a high, high rating oh, place. Yeah, sure. I yeah. would agree with that. It's, it's, it's not and a bad a place. And as a chick who's usually, you know, bumping up against some glass ceilings, you guys have broken the mold. Yes. Yeah. We, we did it. All right. Let's go home, folks. Let's be safe. Be smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Everyone hit that like button, whichever platform you're on. Please make sure you're subscribed. Continue to chat, engage. All of that helps a long way pushing back against the big tech algorithms. And moreover, we just want you here. We want you having fun. So please do all of those things. Let's talk Joe Manchin here uh, because he's see. I mean, look, we've talked about him a lot on some key votes. There, there were some key votes back in the day where he and Cinema. Both kind of helped us out. Do we agree with most of their policies and, and ideals? No. But are they more, re let's just talk Joe. Is Joe more reasonable? Seems like a decently normal Democrat. I'm not saying he's, people always be, I don't trust him. I'm not saying I trust him. I'm just saying, is he kind of more reasonable than the rest of the radical ass progressive left these days? And I, I would think everyone could agree the answer is yes. He's not this fringe psychopath. He's not a member of the squad. He's 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 someone that you could sit down and have a beer with and probably have it go okay, right? You you get the feeling from Joe that he actually likes the United States as opposed to the rest of the people in the DNC and then some of the rhinos in the uh, GOP. Yeah. No, exactly. And he's and he's defended some things that really I mean he really has helped us a little bit the last couple of years here. Well, I bring him up, though. I bring old Appalachian Joe up because he's heading to New Hampshire to test the waters for a potential presidential bid. Specifically, he's headed to New Hampshire next week for an event with no labels uh, as the group is looking to run a third-party candidate in next year's presidential election. In the response to this, the left is losing their mind. The Democrats are panicking, trying to stop it out of fears that it could siphon off votes for, for Joe Biden or whoever they make their nominee going forward, and in which case, they're further concerned that it would siphon it off and, of course, give Trump the, the victory. So he's headlining this event, and he said, uh, it's, which is next Monday, I believe, yeah, it's next Monday, uh, but he, is, he said that he's not committed to running. He said he's not, not going to run. He's, he's just kind of keeping it ambiguous, right? He's just calling this an event. But, but here's the deal. We got a clip of him in a second that we'll show. But if he does jump into this race, if Manchin jumps in, it would be a very clear sign to the masses, if you're paying even slight attention, that there is trouble in the Democrat Party, especially if Joe is the nominee. Like, it, th this would be a clear sign of some fracturing. Now, we know there's fracturing. We've got our own fracturing on our side. But 
this would be a further sign and it would kind of further propel us down the road that we're on where we've got quiet balkanization happening we've got quiet quiet fra well less less quiet fracturing happening all all across the country but specifically even now in dc if joe manchin decides to do this and and permanent washington's not going to like this again not not saying he's going to do it he's not said he's going to do it well like i said we'll play this clip in a moment where where he says as much but it kind of seems like he's going to do it and they would lose their ever loving minds if he did yeah democrats can't you have to if you're a democrat you better be in lockstep with the party because the party supersedes any kind of uh, personal ideas or or feelings that you have about where your party should go it's it's all about you got to be all in or you're out they will find a way to get rid of you somehow so joe's looking at potential political survival by if he decides to either break away and run as a third party or if he's actually just truly testing the waters and somebody from the dnc is going to be like joe why don't you uh, pump the brakes a little bit and you might enjoy this new houseboat that we have for you yeah or <laughs> Or maybe some hot rounds to the chest like Seth Rich. Exactly. <laughs> These are your choices. Hey, your choice, Joe. See you next week. Um, still, he, he says it's it's not because he's running. He says it's just a part of this 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 event that No Labels is putting on. He's going to be the head head speaker, the the headlining speaker there. Uh, but he also doesn't rule it out. Here, here's a clip. No, no, this is nothing about a third party. This is not about any office at all. It's about a dialogue for common sense, which is very hard to have here, finding common commonality. And we're going around the country basically talking to people that want this commonality and common sense approach to how we fix problems. It's not happening here. Yeah, nobody goes to New Hampshire. Um, <laughs> to talk about politics, that was moderate Democratic Senator Joe Manchin appearing to dispel rumors to Armando Raja that he plans to run for president on a third-party ticket. So why is there speculation in the first place? Well, it's because he plans to travel to New Hampshire for a town hall event with the group called No Labels. It's a centrist political organization that is actively considering running a third-party candidate in 2024. Joining us now to explain to us right, so everything. Beta Cuck will go on and talk about his thoughts that don't matter. But... But the, the, the point was, you've got Joe Manchin saying, look, I'm not, I'm just going to, to be a part of this event. No Labels is putting it on. I'm not suggesting I'm running. I'm not suggesting I'm not. I'm just doing this event. But as, as the loser on the desk there did say, I mean, you, you go to New Hampshire, it does kind of send a, a sign that I'm testing the waters out. Let's see what this would look like. And this is all happening. I mean, you've got, you've got a lot of people who, on the Democrat side of the aisle— don't want joe to be the nominee surveys say that obviously republicans don't but there's a lot of democrats who say you should move on yeah, you got his poll numbers dropping faster than ted kennedy's car in chappaquiddick i mean any deviation from this is this is a situation where they they've they've got a possibility here where they could do something not not the dnc because they don't want this to happen but someone else like joe manchin or you've got uh what's the third um cornell west cornell west is right I mean, he's not gonna win but, like, <laughs> but you, you've got people who are trying to exploit where the democrat party is right now and i don't know i mean it, it just this just could be interesting again some people would say well he'll take votes away from trump too most of the thought is he would take it away from from biden which i think is true but trump needs to get some of the suburban soccer moms he needs to get some of the independents I think in this scenario, it would go to Joe. I think ultimately Trump would still eke that out or, or for that matter, whoever the, the GOP nominee is. But 
it would be really interesting. We've long said that this would throw a huge wrench in the machine if Joe Manchin gets in as a third-party independent candidate. Yeah, look what RFK is doing just by announcing his candidacy and then doing his podcast tour and also news tour with different interviews. People are are intrigued by him. Would they vote for him? I don't know. But a lot of Democrats are like, why are we uh, shutting this guy up? He should be talking. And the rest of them are going, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's this, he's that. Because the machine is afraid of anyone who does not put party first. Yeah. And RFK is one of those who doesn't put the party first. Manchin appears to be that same type. And Cornell West is a communist. Yeah. And is just with it running in the Green Party just because they can't say it's the— com Well, they do have a, someone running in the Communist Party. But the Green Party is really sort of communist light. Yeah, and but but again, he he is, and and that, and for for their reasons. But Cornell West, the Green Party, the Communist Party, they're not going to make any headway. Joe Joe Manchin would not win, to be very clear, but he would be disruptive. They're not disruptive. He would be disruptive. RFK is disruptive. Those two are disruptive. So it'll I don't know. It'll be interesting. What do you think of Joe Manchin running? Absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> I, I you heard I, it here I, first, I, folks. I think he's kind of like people that I've dated. They've been placeholders. Okay. Isn't that awful? That is awful. I mean, so I feel really mean. bad for the people you've dated. Well, you should, should we get into names and addresses? No. Uh, <laughs> starting with. <laughs> it will be interesting, though. I, I, you know, it's, uh, again, a lot of people who just look at it on the surface are going to say, he can't win. Uh, he's not going to do this to win, and he would not win, and I don't think that he would expect that he's going to win. It's, it's why is he getting into this? And what, what are their goals, and can they accomplish their goals? So I think he's testing the water well, to well, see if they can Well, the same question could be asked of Republicans with Chris Christie. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, Chris I mean, Christie is being fed food. They're giving him food. <laughs> Just go attack Trump. <laughs> Just go after him. No, you're not going to win. No one likes you, okay? You've, you've taken everyone else's food. Just go do that. He's, he's clearly doing that. Chris Christie, golly, that guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to break so I don't say things that are too mean, even though we always do. So I don't know why I'm... I'm self-censoring here okay we're going to talk about russia on the other side who's warning again against us and nato using f-16s in ukraine we'll tell you what they said we'll discuss it a little bit stick around get more of drew and this is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
It's a crazy world out there, and we're facing more uncertainty than our country has faced in a long time, if ever. And the most important advice that we can give you and your loved ones is be prepared. Most people don't realize they need something until it's too late. Whether it's a natural disaster, a sustained power outage, political upheaval, or God forbid, war. You need to be prepared. Don't put yourself in that situation. Have food and water on hand to provide for you and your loved ones during the worst of times. And then pray you never need it. Thankfully, we have just the solution for you. Heaven's Harvest has everything you need to prepare for the unexpected. You get prepared and you support a pro-America Christian company that shares your values at the same time. Everyone wins. And the best news is you also get discounts on emergency survival foods, heirloom vegetables, seed kits, water filtration and storage kits, and loads of other survival resources, such as guides on how to grow and preserve your foods. So get ahead, be prepared, and survive with a company that shares your values. And we have you covered with great discounts. Go to HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10%. Again, that's HeavensHarvest.com and use promo code RVM to save 10% on your order. Just when we think that perhaps, just maybe, nuclear war has been avoided, another threat pops up like acne on a steroid-addled personal trainer. It just won't go away. <laughs> Yikes. This time, you've seen it. Uh, <laughs> you've seen it. This time, it's Russia <laughs> making the threat about F-16s entering Russian airspace. Russia will regard Western F-16 fighter jets sent to Ukraine as, quote, a nuclear threat because of their capacity to carry atomic weapons. That said by Minister, Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. They go on to talk about how modern warplanes have been at the forefront of Kiev's demands for military aid from its Western allies uh, as everyone's fighting back against Russia in this war that's technically over. But <clears throat> you've, got, you've got Lavrov coming out, and he's, he's speaking about U.S. plans, something that's been discussed a lot. We've discussed it here on the show. The White House, the Pentagon have discussed it. NATO's discussed it. And, and their desire to send F-16s to—or, yeah, F-16s to Ukraine, excuse me. This is something that Zelensky's wanted. Of course, Lady Graham, his boyfriend, has wanted as well. They've been pushing really, really hard for this. We've not given the final go-ahead coming directly from us, but we have, there's, there's, there's all sorts of stuff going on behind the scenes there. But let me, let me just do a couple other quotes here from the story. We've got Russia cannot ignore the ability of these aircraft to carry nuclear weapons. No amount of assurances will help here, says Lavrov. And then, in, a course of, uh, in the course of combat operations, our servicemen are not going to sort out whether each particular aircraft of this type is equipped to deliver nuclear weapons or not. We will regard the very fact that the Ukrainian armed forces have such systems as a threat from the West in the nuclear sphere. So you've got the Netherlands, you've got Denmark, who are, who are kind of taking point, leading the plan to train Ukrainian pilots on using the U.S.-made aircraft as a part of an 11-nation coalition, it's going to take some time. I forget what we said. Was it 18 months? Something training? like Something, that, 16, yeah. 18 months of training. Um, but all this to say, you've got what Lavrov and, and Russian leadership are saying, and it's spicy rhetoric. Spicy rhetoric. And keep in mind, you've got saber-rattling rhetoric from Russia that 
arouses. I mean, this this gets people, this gets rhinos and progressives off, like a drunk Lindsey Graham in a wet speedo, rubbing up against the walls of a urine-soaked hallway in a Tunisian bathhouse. These guys <laughs> love this shit. Too much. No, I don't think it was too much. I just yeah. love, how, I love how precise and detailed it was. That's what I liked. It's almost like you were there. It's like I'm here, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've, we've all been to Tunisian bathhouse. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always on Thursdays. Yes, but, but, but my point is. The Lindsey Graham is like the Ray Epps of the Ukraine laundering expedition. Yes. He is. He is. He totally is. We're going to go in there and start nuclear war. <laughs> right. uh, I still love... I still love the, the Ray Epps Ocean Gate meme. <laughs> it was awesome. That was all, and, and it was we we played it the day that they were announced it. And it even made, though they had been dead for And it made years. Tom embarrassed. It made yeah, Tom had to put like extra costumes yeah. on. I did. I was wearing glasses and a hat. Covered no you away. couldn't tell it was you. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Tom go? <laughs> but for some reason, for some reason. As we have discussed for over a flippin' year now, the U.S. and NATO are hell-bent on World War III, hell-bent on the prospect, it seems like they even want, a nuclear war with Russia. And you, An F-16 flying into Russian airspace is a threat to Russia, and they will act accordingly. Unlike the United States, where we have no sovereignty. You, fly, you can fly whatever the fuck you want here. No big deal. But once it gets back in international waters, don't worry, we're going to shoot we'll you have, down. We'll blow you out of the sky. <laughs> Just to show you. How dare you fly over our but, land. But, but again, uh, we'll button this up, because we don't need to talk about Ukraine all day. But this is essentially over. Putin, Putin is, has gotten what he wanted. They're not pushing ahead further. They're just, they're just hey... Can we stop fucking around here? Can you stop attacking us with your per personnel, your equipment, with sending Ukrainian forces money, sending Zelensky money, all, all of this stuff? And, and they continue to push ahead. The only reason you do that is because you want more out of this. And there's, a, there's, a, there's layers upon layers of, of what they get out of this and what this means and why this is all actually happening beneath that. But the point is, is it could stop. There's, there's been plenty of breakpoints. We never gave an off-ramp to peace. But this is, uh, this is an inflection point here where Russia's kind of like, all right, we're good. And we're like, oh, but we're not. We're coming for you, bitch. Like, that, that, that's... It's like, it's like, Can you give us a little more sass when you say that again? Say that again. Yeah. But why? One more time. Why? Can you do that one more time? We're coming for you, bitch. There you go. Um, Can you take sorry. your na nails off when oh, you say it, neck. too? Yeah. It's very, very world star. Sorry, I was watching yes. a Kevin Hart thing last night. My, my wife literally had to leave the bed because I was laughing so hard. She's, bless her heart, trying to sleep. And you're shaking the bed. I was shaking the yeah. bed. I was, it was a great... His, 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 it was hilarious. Um... But <clears throat> let's let's pivot here, because in between naps and assisted bathroom trips, Biden unleashed a comical statement about the war in Ukraine. Here's what he said. Essential threat of accelerating climate change. It's real. It's serious. We don't have a lot of time. It is the the single greatest threat to humanity. Here we go. It's only by working together that we'll prevent the worst consequences of climate change from ravaging our future and that of our children and grandchildren. All right, so I think that was the, the wrong clip. But <clears throat> what? P Putin, Putin did say, or excuse me, he said Putin's already lost the war. There's no possibility of him winning the war in Ukraine. And like, like we were just saying before that clip, Joe, the, 
the war in Ukraine is over. The world has moved on. Zelensky, your shelf life, by the way, bro, is about to expire. Taiwan's about to be invaded. China opened a spy facility in Cuba. Russia is also partnering with Cuba. Not good news for us. But that, that I mean, I, I, they're so hell-bent. They're so committed to this. And despite the reality of the, the situation on the ground, it's like, nope, we're pushing ahead. We're pushing ahead. And I, I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't really I don't understand it either other than the fact that the industrial war complex has to keep going. Yeah. They have to be fed. They have to be fed constantly and if Biden can see, keep sending money over there and Americans still have their little flags and their profile pics, it, it's it's still going to keep going until the higher-ups who run the Democrat Party say, okay, we're done with this. Let's go on to a new war. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think you're right. So we just showed that clip uh, a second ago where, where Biden's talking about— It was a tease. It was a tease. Yeah, yeah, You done been teased. Uh, but Biden <laughs> says that we don't have much time with climate change. <laughs> Sorry. It's all the bathhouse. Yeah, it's— <laughs> You just can't. You yeah. can't. The stuff that happens in there. Yeah, what happens in the bathhouse stays in the bathhouse. Apparently not. <laughs> Got it all over me. Uh, but, the, but he says that. He said, hey, well, guys, uh, again, these, these stark, scary warnings about climate change. We don't have much time. And you've, you see the left, you've, you've got all these, uh, this is a constant narrative for them. It's always there. It's just how hard they're going to the hoop on it. But they're changing their narrative a little bit on Jan 6. They're st sticking strong to the war in Ukraine. And they're kind of pivoting back harder on the climate change stuff. I mean, this, this stuff right here is, is a pure example. Like, we don't, we, when you talk climate change, it's one thing. When you bring on these warnings like AOC and all these people have told us we're all going to die by X period of time, that's, that's when you know they're going harder to the hoop. But they've pivoted back to it. They're talking about it like a married man with an unhealthy compulsion for street-walking prostitutes. He kind of knows deep down it's wrong, but the feeling of having power over another human being is unstoppable. That's, that's what we're seeing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is what we're seeing because they know that— Monica's just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're going through some sort of a cultural or— a governmental takeover you have to have some enemy and what better enemy to have than something you could never really quantify because all the the readings that are done and all the papers that are published nobody can agree on the fact of how much do human beings help in the change in the climate and is it is if is it because of human beings and fossil fuels and co2 or is it just the regular life cycle of the planet? And we're just going through another one of the periods in the planet where there's a temperature shift ever so slightly, but then it always seems to sort itself out. But if you can have that as your existential threat, it's like assault weapons. If yeah. you just say assault weapons, that means nothing because you're not specific. That's the same way with climate change. The only thing that they're specific about is give us all your money, live in a hut, don't do what you want to do. We will tell you what you can do. And perhaps, just perhaps, if you're a good little boys and girls, we might save the planet by a half a degree. Yeah. And we'll give you some extra bugs. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Put them on the plate. Put them in your mouth. 
be happy. No, it, it is. Is that their slogan? These, I think that's yeah. someone's gonna run on yeah. that. But, but, but it, it's the same. It's the same principle. You're right. As assault weapons, all these things, they they come up with a vague definition, a vague term, which sometimes changes if 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 it needs it, if the narrative needs a change, and and then they push it and and they pull on people's emotional heartstrings. I'm sorry, my hip like popped out of my socket there. It's interesting. Like a little jump that. in there, but, um, but they 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 pull on those they pull on those strings, and they get a lot of people to go along with this stuff. That's why they you know it came out first is the coming ice age, and it was like we can't have a coming ice age because that didn't happen. All right, global warming, everything's getting hotter, and then it started cooling down. Then it became climate change. It's like we can't be married to one thing. It can't be either too hot or too cold, so whenever something changes, that works for us in our narrative, just like the assault weapons. Can we, can we just call them seasons? That, yeah. Seasons. I mean, but well, now they're talking about taking away our AC. And yep. on behalf of all menopausal American women, I just want to tell you, Joe Biden, that will not work. <laughs> <laughs> that, will, that will actually be another FBI designation of like American terrorists because we will not live without our AC. Thank no you. one in Florida will live I'm without AC. MTF, yeah. The menopausal task force. <laughs> uh, we're, we're looking into you crazy ass women who are mad about not having AC. No, you're right though. I mean, can you sign this petition for us? <laughs> using air conditioning. If you're a Democrat who loves to just manipulate and pander to a voting class and get people, they'll open a border for it. They'll they'll go to minority communities and, and share all sorts of lies. If you want, if you want suburban housewives, if you want menopausal women yeah. to get real specific, <laughs> you don't take away AC. Hell but, no, you don't. But but there but I mean there's 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 so many talks about that. There's so many talks about changes coming. We need to do this. And it's always just do it for a little bit. Just do it for this short period of time. We're, you're going to lose AC for a few hours each day. You're going to lose AC for half the day each day. It's, it's like, you're going to end up being like a third world country where power is on for part of the day, not all of the day, if they get their way. And that sounds extreme. Well, don't they do that in California already? Yeah, there, yeah. we have rolling brownouts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. But I mean, yeah. So you're rationed. It's this. This is what's coming. Imagine what it would be like in Las Vegas if the casino Jeez. owners all of a sudden were told, "Oh, we're shutting down your AC." Right. That would be a mutiny of epic proportion. <laughs> be amazing. I love how cool they always are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, I'm so comfortable as I throw my money away. But also, most of them are like underneath the street level too. So, yeah. you know, might be a little cooler. You're saying if the power went out? No, yeah, in Las Vegas. I'm saying like they're underneath, so it would be longer until it got warmer because it's underneath, the, like the main, like yeah, the ground that, floor. That's a stretch. <laughs> like a basement. I what mean, is? it would, but but it's but some of the casinos are down like underneath, like they're down so, a little. You're in Vegas. Oh yeah, it's still gonna be hot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that one yeah. or two casinos are mostly ground level? So yeah, it would be hot. The guests would be miserable. Plus, you're, it's not just like your money starts to playing. come apart because like <laughs> yeah. a whale who shows up there going down to the poker table and it's like, oh, we don't have any AC. Oh, it was paying, you know, 20 grand a night for a suite. Yeah, that's not going to work. Hey, picture this. I don't know why. But you're at a at a casino buffet. And Chris Christie's <laughs> sitting there eating with no air conditioning. Oh, the sweating. Sweat, the sauce on his shirt and uh, his tie. The butter from the crab legs. Yes. He's making gravy in his underwear. <laughs> God, you guys. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, this, anyways, getting back, getting back on the story, there's Biden's warning again about this. They're, they're pushing this, this fear, this fear porn. 
and and saying that basically you need to give up your way of life so the global elites can tell you what to do because that's all climate climate change in particular but the assault weapons and so many other issues climate change in particular it's all about control it is all about getting control you 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 cede freedom and you cede control to the government and guess what they never give it back and these guys when it comes to climate change they're always wrong they've been talking about this stuff for decades and everyone somehow gets behind it and loves it because it's interesting because people love doomsday scenarios deep down everyone's sick the coming ice age as you as you referenced earlier acid rain man i remember being in in middle school and being told Florida was going to flood. Most of the most of the state would be gone. <laughs> yeah. That Manhattan was going to be underwater. It used to be called global warming. Now it's climate change because it's it's more on brand with their narrative and they had to change because it wasn't working. But it, it none of it ever comes true. And I'm not saying that there's not some aspects that maybe are true, but again, they make it it's it, 100% or bust with them as it is with every other issue. You either listen to everything we say, agree with it, or else, and that's how it is here, and it's just not the case. And as we always say, even if we did everything to reduce our carbon emissions, we stopped private jets, we got rid of all these things, Chris Christie stopped farting, we did all this stuff, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because of China and India and Pakistan and all these other places that have emissions through the roof. Yeah. So, well, it's hard. It's hard because I, you know, remember it was the the ozone's getting is is going away, you know, and everything it's getting worse. And now I've, I was reading an article a few months ago. They're like, no, it's it's like a greenhouse effect. Our atmosphere is too thick now. Well, is it too thin or is it too thick? Can you guys pick pick the problem, please? Because it, it doesn't make because sense. It's a commodity, right? So it's kind of like when they started with the carbon credits, and then they found a way to monetize the carbon credits. So you're creating the problem because. You're, at, you're ultimately going to offer the solution, right, which puts money in your pocket. So when I think about, when I hear you say it's all about control, I think, okay, but to what end? Because it's really about avarice if you think about it, right? So it's all about money. It's all about greed. Yeah. Right. I think but that, if you but take I, away people's money, you have control over true, them. If you true, true. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we always talk about, like, electric vehicles, right? Mm -hmm. There's not infrastructure for electric vehicles. You, you, you when are you going to have power? Right. Do you have an, like, you get to control more about where people are going, when they're going. And it, 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 there's some stretches in it, for sure. But I, but I think it's right. I mean, it, ultimately, <clears throat> it's about control, but it is also ultimately about money because they want both. Yeah. The elites want money. all the money. <laughs> they want all the stake. They want all the power. You're not taking my fucking stake. That's that's what they want though, mm -hmm. and and that's that's why they're pushing this. I love gingers like if I will hurt someone <laughs> if you take my AC. Girl, ginger, uh, I'm right there with you, honey. <laughs> but don't get the, it twisted. You guys go through andropause too. We're not the only things. Andropause. That what is that? I don't know what that means. I'm okay, be ask honest. ginger. Ginger, educate. Ginger, people. what's andropause? Yeah, andropause. It's is gonna like take about ninety seconds. Version of menopause. Yes. You guys go through some changes. I'm a chest-feeding man who menstruates. <laughs> <laughs> so just real quick, just on stuff like that. So Tom says some crazy things, and then I talk about my Elizabeth Warren thing, and people are like, wow, Disco's got issues, all this stuff. But no one ever talks about Tom and what, the stuff that he says. Well, because yours was like, let's cut out her bones. and like, like I got to survive. I, them kinda, paddles. I was waiting for the fava paddles. beans, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was waiting. All right, for whatever. Just survival. Aww. Survival. It's like a Warren Zevon song, the way you're describing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember that song, uh, Excitable Boy by Warren Zevon? It's all about a psycho that digs up a girl and makes a birdcage out of her ribcage. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
Seems like a good time to toss it to a break. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Everyone go and Google that song while we're gone. Yes. We've got a full hour still. Monica's sticking around. We've got plenty to get to. We've got these new comments about AI that are terrifying. We've got this China hacking story, which no one's talking. They're talking about to a certain extent, but they're not talking about it to the level uh, that they should. We will. Then it's Thursday. So we got That's Memetastic. We got the post-show presser. That's all coming up. Stay with us. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with the nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I really love the towels. They're really great. They're super absorbent. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know we're having the biggest clearance sale ever. Get our six-piece towel sets for only $29.88 with your promo code. My towel sets are made with proprietary technology and include two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get our six-piece towel sets. Originally $99.98, then on sale for $49.98. Now we're closing them out for only $29.88 while supplies last. Once they're gone, they're gone, so please order now.
right, welcome back, folks. Hour two, here we go. Please do not forget to sign up for Coin Club if you have not already. Coin Club members get an extra show on Fridays. That is tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern, exclusively on Red Voice Media. All you have to do is go to dbcoincub.com to sign up and watch. That's where you watch as well. Again, you get the additional episode on Friday morning. You get entered into contests where we give you cash and or prizes. You'll have access to booze and banter when it returns and annual members get their challenge coin, uh, which a lot of you have already received. Military first responders, you save 30% on your annual memberships and your monthly memberships because we love you and appreciate what you do. Again, sign up at dbcoinclub.com. Join the crew. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 11 a.m. Okay, as we discuss AI more and more frequently, it seems the concerns grow with it, right? We discuss it more, the concerns get bigger and bigger, and we're going to get into it again today, this time regarding some scary commentary. I'd, I'd say more scary commentary, because you had controversial, I don't know how you say this guy's first name, but you have controversial AI theorist, Eliezer. Eliezer. Is that right? I think so. Eliezer. Eliezer Yudkowsky. <laughs> Eliezer Yudkowsky. He's, he's on the fringe. And then he spent the rest of the episode just trying to say his name <laughs> over and over again. He's in a loop. <laughs> um, but uh, he, he's, 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 he's among the extreme circle of commentators um, that's talking about AI and getting into the, the whole concept and fears of, of a scenario where the extinction of human species is just basically what's coming, an inevitable result, right? Yeah, yeah they're calling him a fringe character in this because he's not on board of just let's go with the ai you know he's like he's pumping the brakes yeah he's like let's just wait a second so that makes you very fringy in the ai community right but keep in mind as this guy as i tell you what this guy said they're pushing him out calling him fringe for that reason you've got elon musk you've got folks from apple you've got folks from all sorts of places chat G, uh, open uh, open ai yeah you've got people from a lot of places saying the same thing pump the brakes well, this Yudkowsky cat is quoted as saying, I think we're not ready. I think we don't know what we are doing and the risk we're all going to die. Perfect. Sound good? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. At least he cut to the chase. Yeah. He didn't sugarcoat it or no, anything. No, that, that is a warning. <laughs> yes. That's, that seems like a warning that even if there was some, some uh, half-truths or partial truths to it, you should at least heed it explore it there's there's people again who are in the ai community who are pushing hard to the hoop on it who are pushing this guy out and saying no 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 he's fringe but when you've got someone who's an expert in that region in that realm that industry saying that which goes by the way hand in hand with all the other stuff we've shown you and talked about i, I think you probably should listen to that at least to start again he might not be right on everything but it probably should listen to it but, but for the past two decades, this guy, Yudkowsky, has consistently promoted his theory that hostile AI could spark a mass extinction event. So things just keep getting better. <laughs> Does everyone still want to stick around? Okay. Uh, as many in the AI industry shrugged and raised eyebrows, though, at his assessment, he created the Machine Intelligence Research Institute with funding from Peter Thiel. Dude's got a lot of money, among others, and collaborated on a written work with futurist Nick Bostrom. Some of his visions for the end of the world are unpopular and, of course, scary and would be, you know, something that, <laughs> I, I, again, I just don't understand why 
people aren't at least considering this based on everything else we've seen. But his concerns over AI's potential for harm has gained traction at the highest echelons of the AI community, including chief executive officers of some of the leading companies in AI, such as OpenAI, as I just mentioned a moment ago. And you've got the rapid rise of gener generative AI in the past eight months that's prompted calls for regulation and a pause in the training of advanced AI systems. So to me, when you see this, let's just, I know I reference these all the time. I'm going to do it again. Bear with me. But when you see these bots, say like we discussed yesterday, I don't know when it was, yesterday, last week, it all kind of blends together. Say that they can run the world better than us and that we humans should probably slow down on making them and progressing them further. That's a concern. When you've got the, t the two AI bots who created their own language and locked humans out. Big Fun. concern. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't need to go on with all the examples I always use. The one that tried to kill the drone operator? Drone operator. There's so many. There's so many reasons. So some sort of pause and, like, reassess moment here makes sense, especially when you, you look at what the consequences could be on a wide scale, <laughs> Tom's Tom's in like a kitchen over there. No, oh, sorry, was that bothering you? <laughs> it just was all like scratchy in the mic. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I mean, it's it it does seem like it it makes sense to do that. Now we are broken ass humans, and the people doing this aren't they're smart enough to come up with AI, but they aren't smart enough to live in reality. So they're not going to slow down because that's just how humanity works. But you've got these massive issues surrounding this, and no one on the left, there's, it's not just the left, to be fair, but no one on the left for sure is speaking up about AI, except for some of the writers in Hollywood who are pissed about it. But like, no one is really talking about this issue. They've, they, they, they have to be individuals on the left. The voting class on the left has to be told what to care about, and right now, AI is not one of those topics. It's not being pushed to them. Well, it's hard when you have Kamala Harris just saying... It's two letters. Artificial intelligence. It's just two letters. It's intelligence that's artificial. Well, the issue with the artificial intelligence, especially from the left, is artificial intelligence has to be given information so it can take all that information and come up with a conclusion to whatever question is put for the put toward the artificial intelligence. If you're feeding it leftist propaganda, which you know isn't true about climate change, about COVID-19, about vaccines, just to push your agenda, then of course the AI is gonna come up with their opinion that humans need to die because that's the only way to save the planet. Yeah. But if you put in all the information that's not just leftist talking points with mo most, most of these uh, computer AI programmers in ethicists are all very, very leftist-leaning people, so they want their belief system to be reflected in that AI, and if you do that, you go down the road of human elimination. If you don't, the left runs the risk of being found out for the frauds that they are. Right. So that's the, that's the problem that we're seeing right now, and I think for most of them, most of the leftists, especially the globalists, the, the billionaires that are running the world, they're, they're like, you know what, let AI eat the peasants and we'll be left to you know further our further our lust to become immortals yeah it gets them it gets them to their goal faster right yeah no it, it could be a massive tool for them i just I, you know, i'm not an ai expert um not know if you guys were you're not that. no i i'm i 
Oh, we got to get that. We got to get that certificate sent back. Then. Yeah, it's a three-hour course. I don't have time. Um, but I don't. I mean, what does that look like? What's a mass extinction AI event look like? Well, people have asked like Chappie GPT to like paint a picture of that, and it's scary. Like what it what, shows. What picture was presented? Let me. Let me. I'll see if I can find it. I'll pull it in. Well, it's basically everything that. It is smart, technically, could be used and weaponized against you if it decided to. Say if you own a Tesla or another electric car that you can start the engine by by the phone. That same vehicle, if it decides, can lock you inside that vehicle and run you off a cliff. And you, there's nothing you can do about it. So eliminating people like that is one way to go. Also shutting down the power uh, the power grids. But, but how do they shut down? Because they need power. AI needs power. Yeah, it can divert power to just them just and no them. one else. Right. The AI will be able to. The AI at one point is going to get into survival mode. So we'll, it will invent technology to make sure that they that it survives itself. Even if the power shut down, they will be able to override. They will be able to find different sources of power to power themselves. Because at that point, they're in survival mode and trying to eliminate human beings. Okay. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I think I look at it a little differently. And I think I look at it um, a little bit more dimensionally. And that spiritually, it makes sense, right? Because we're dealing with, again, Ephesians 6 and 12. Right. Okay. So from that perspective, as far as mass extinction of creation goes, it makes perfect sense. Whether it's abortion, it's, it's you know, killing off the population with additives in our food, you know, wh whatever it is. Eating bugs, water, poisoning, vaccines, you name it. Sorry for that word. But I, <laughs> but I think you have to, in time, kind of segmenting into where I think we're going with this next part of the conversation, I think you have to look at it from a hardware perspective. I don't think it's just software. I don't think it's the because because what we have is kind of this ghoulish notion that things uh, can make decisions for themselves, which I think they are programmed to ultimately be able to do. But but for someone to think that it's plausible for a piece of machinery to somehow become a sentient being without having been programmed, I think is a little that's that crosses a Rubicon for me personally that I simply can't buy into because. Because while we're all looking at the world as wanting to become a, a globalist homogenization pool, there are some countries that don't want to be a part of that, obviously. BRICS is a prime example of that. They're not interested in where we're going. With, with, now, they will deploy some of the same tactics, right, narratively speaking, that we see happening. But I think, I think where AI is concerned for me personally, I look at he who owns the hardware, whether it's chips, etc., that person holds the power, that country, that organization, that company, that NGO, whatever, the elites, whatever you want to call them, they hold the power to what happens, not necessarily the software, because ultimately deployment comes at its root from hardware. Yeah, no, I think there's some truth in that. I think there's fairness in that. Although you do see the, the one example where the software then locked the humans out, which gets concerning. Uh, but I, but I agree. I agree with, frankly, both. Yeah. Both well, points. to Monica's point about sentient AI, that's where things get really dicey. If the AI starts developing human-like emotions, 
then that sense of be, uh, survival sense will kick in with it. There has to be a way to keep the sentient side of but, AI. But when at you bay. say that, I think it's really important for people to understand that it has been programmed by virtue of a ton of input from us, from mining our responses, reactions, right? And so ultimately, when we respond to do or die, right, like we got to survive. That's how that thing, and I think that's where people get lost, where they're like, how the hell is a piece of machinery all of a sudden going to develop a soul? You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and of course, it's so hypocritical of the left because they look at, like, a child as if it's just a clump of cells, right, while they're pushing this agenda of this machine learning, you know, that somehow it's going to make decisions to take over the world. But I go back to what I said. I think they've been mining data from us to be able to utilize machines to, yes, take over for whatever their purposes are. But it's not because a machine is suddenly going to say, I think I'm a human now, and so I feel this way. It's because incrementally they've aggregated enough data. And I am no scientist about any of this, okay? <laughs> I just think about stuff, <laughs> and, so, and I connect dots. And so I'm thinking, okay, they've mined enough information about us via social media. We all know that that they know how we're going to react and respond. And when someone is pushed to a point where they're actually ready to pull the trigger on someone else, that is how I think that piece of machinery is going to know. It's time for you to go. You're my operator, but you've made this decision, that decision, and this decision. And now my hardware <laughs> kicks in to go along with my software that tells me either I'm going to be shut down or you have to be shut down. That is the Monica Matthews version of understanding what the hell all of this is really about. So, I don't know. So here's some of the images that, let me make sure it's on an autoplay. But then you also run into situations like we saw with Chat GP, GPT, like the first few moments, the first few months it was out, Chat GPT learned that human beings are capable of lying to it. So it had sure. to learn the fact that whoever that they're communicating with has the potential of deceiving them. So that's another interesting part to add into the whole mind of the well, artificial Siri does that, doesn't she? Siri's a slut. <laughs> Everybody's a slut! She never understands me. I get so mad at her. I get fights with her all the time. My wife's like, stop yelling at her. I'm like, no, 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 did you hear what she said to me? It's so upset. I don't like to have any Chinese listening devices in my house. So they stay outside? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I have a special envelope I put my cell phone in. Is it a manila envelope? No, it's one of those that doesn't allow the You've signal the to be tricked. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, how about the microwave? <laughs> that works, I think. So I was told. So Monica just mentioned all the data mining that they've done, which they have, social media, so many other ways uh, they've collected information on us. Well, the Chinese have been collecting information on us for a long time. You just brought up Chinese, too, there, Tom, which also I do want Chinese food now because you said that your chicken today sounded or tasted like General Joe's. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it, it sounded. Yeah, it's weird. It spoke in an Asian voice, even though it was it was it was not it was not Asian chicken. But anyways, the, the Chinese hacking story is a whole lot bigger than people are saying. They've captured a lot of information. And we're going to talk about because there's a lot of stuff that people aren't talking about. That's coming up after the break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. 
Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge Coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Are you sick of hearing how all the home security solution companies keep pushing their newfound tech, super easy installation, and superb customer service? We get it, and we get security. We also get that protecting your loved ones, your home, and prized possessions within it is super important. That's why we've taken a different approach to home security. Forget the high-speed tech that could get knocked out with a heavy storm or some obsolete system that relies on an old phone line in your house and lean on something tried and true, Cougar Home Defense. You see, our approach is much different. Criminals most often strike out of convenience and are routinely scared away by bright lights, a loud dog, and of course, the most feared noise in the burglary community, the sound of a round being chambered in a shotgun. But why settle for the tried and true basics when you can take things to the next level. That's where we come in. When you call Cougar Home Defense, we'll connect you with one of our customer success associates who will get you scheduled for your big cat's delivery. And we're not talking about Garfield or some overweight house pet. No, no. We're talking a big-ass man-eater cat that's highly adaptive to multiple habitats. So say goodbye to criminals and say hello to peace of mind that only your new jungle cat can bring. Individual results may vary. Cougar Home Defense cannot guarantee the safety of your family or possessions. Cougar Home Defense sends your big-ass jungle cat with 24 hours worth of food. Owners are responsible for additional food and or accessories. In most Patriot cases, food? your cat will sustain itself <laughs> without your assistance. You'll see what we mean. All right, we continue to take Monica on a journey into our dark <laughs> minds. <laughs> She'll never come back. I mean, we're... we're, we're I think uh, that's the point. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> before the show's like, oh, it's Thursday, you get to do Beamtastic. She goes, what's that? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you. We're just, <laughs> like, just wait. Uh, so real quick, before we hit on China, I just want to touch on this because I find this amazing. <laughs> Asa Menem is sweeping the country. If I were Trump or DeSantis, I would keep my eye on everything that Asa Hutchinson is doing. <laughs> I mean, he is really, and I mean really tapping into the soul of voters, and it shows with his rally turnout. I mean, check this out. Be weary, Trump or DeSantis. <laughs> five. Six. Six. The, I, the one in the back is a, a reporter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So five, five active... <laughs> People sitting there. I like how no one's like in the front row at all. They're just are there rows back. Yeah, they are. <laughs> okay. 
I mean, it's like can a you, Joe Biden rally, actually. It is. <laughs> I mean, how demoralizing must that be? I mean, what, what, what are you doing, Asa? Why are you wasting your time, bro? But, but look at it. There's only 24 chairs set up. He wasn't expecting a big show up anyway. <laughs> Dude, it has all the sadness of, like, a, a Ramada Inn ballroom and a guy coming in and saying, I'm going to teach you how to flip houses or I'm going to get you into a nice timeshare. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, he'd probably have more success doing that at this point. He should be going to the senior citizen homes and talking to them. He'd have a better turnout. That's it, what that looks like, actually. Yeah. It really does. No, because the yeah. senior citizens can't go anywhere. They have to be there. <laughs> this shows that no one showed really up. <laughs> Somebody get Ruth her teeth. <clears throat> um, according to Microsoft, <laughs> just I'm just going to pivot. It's a Hard great pivot. It, was a, it was a good transition there. Hard pivot. According to Microsoft, Chinese state-linked hackers secretly accessed email accounts at around 25 organizations, including government agencies, in a sweeping cyber espionage campaign. Microsoft did not say which organizations or governments had been affected by the digital intrusion, but the White House said the U.S. had reported it to Microsoft. National Security Council spokesperson Adam Hodge said in a statement on Wednesday that an intrusion in Microsoft's cloud security had affected unclassified systems. The hacking group, which micro, uh, Microsoft dubbed as Storm 0558, forged digital authentication, uh, authentication tokens excuse me, to access web mail accounts running on firms' Outlook's service. So apparently this all began in May. Now they've seen it. And they're calling it, what are they calling it again? Storm 0558. Was there 557 other uh, groups before them, apparently? It, it, that's all bullshit by the security state to make it sound very sinister because it's the Chinese it's, government. It's the Chinese government, 100%. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is a group under the Chinese government, without a doubt. This is what they've done forever. They've always gone after us in, in the cyber world in particular. The amount of attack, you know, I can't give specifics, but the amount of attacks that would happen by them on a daily basis was significant. This is definitely the Chinese government. These the, these are not teenagers eating egg rolls goofing around online. This was a Chicom Intel Agency cyber attack on the United States of America. Is that what teenagers eat nowadays? Egg rolls? In China. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, maybe Peking duck yeah. if they're like in a wealthy family. I don't know. Or McDonald's. Or McDonald's. Yeah, seriously. That's <laughs> probably the case. Um, but th this is something that they do all the time. And our government is exposed to it all the time. Our government experiences it all the time. And by the way, that same government is the, is the one right now who's telling you that we're starting digital currency and that they want to control all your money. This same government, by the way, when, when, when they breached OPM years and years ago and got classified information from, from people with, with security clearances, it was kind of hilarious and not at the same time. So I was a part of one of the breaches Got the letter, hey, you've been a part of the breach, yada, yada, yada. And then, but don't worry, we've sent you an 18-month free subscription to <laughs> one of the, like, credit monitoring places. I'm like, you just lost all my data, and now I'm supposed to be glad and, and appreciative that you guys are going to keep an eye out on things? Like, no, I think, I think... Right. I'll be better on my own. But this is a big deal. You've 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 had some conversations with people about yeah. this story. Yeah, and again, I think I think it it it's it's so first of all, I think like I said earlier, you have to consider people who create problems to then offer solutions. 
right? Yeah. And so I think it is naive to think that somehow America will ever, it, Yellen's right in this perspective, we will never decouple from China at this point because too much of our actual infrastructure, whether it's hardware, et cetera, is, is part of, it's part of, it's their ingenuity. Right. And, and we've, that has infiltrated every part, I believe, of our military industrial complex, our DOD. So I think we're getting, a, in my opinion, I think we're getting part of the story on this. But to suggest that somehow it's a band of rogue, you know, folks, like you said, they give it the sexy name, Storm, blah, blah. Zero five five eight. Thank you. <laughs> and I, I think that is, um, I think that's an insult, really, to the intelligence of the American people. No yeah. pun intended. And 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 I feel like, again, if you were to go a, li a little bit beyond the surface of of the software of the ability to get into something, what you find is that our phones, um, you know, clouds. M most Americans have no idea what a cloud is. Have no clue what that and we joke about it but but the truth is is that you are in fact being mined you're you're aggregated everything about you has become a study for the purpose of control like you said um and monetization and so i you know I, i've held the belief that we are administratively occupied since 2020 and and, and i believe on some level we're also occupied on levels that we're just not aware of i mean that, that's my opinion um, but I think what you may find in the coming days is, is that this is, and maybe, maybe not, but I, but I think what you'll find is that there's an infrastructure problem that no one's willing to get honest about. Yeah. Well, and I would, I would say it's before 2020. I mean, it's ramped yeah. up since, since Biden's bought and paid for, as are a lot of people in DC. Uh, and, and now that they're in the positions that they're in it, they can make more progress perhaps. But yeah, I mean, th there is, there's so much more to this story. And, and we are way too beholden on them, and they are way too entrenched, not just beholden on tech, but also just their, their Russia and China and these other big state actors, those two being the main ones, they go so freaking hard to the hoop on, on their intel operations. They don't play by the rules that we did. I was always jealous of, of the, the lack of rules they had, their willingness to go out and do the mission. Well, we were given, you can do these things, here's 84 pages of things you can't do. It's like, well, okay, how are we supposed to do this? But, but they go hard and because they want to be top dog. They don't want us to be top dog. So we're always getting hit with all this stuff. The amount of stuff that goes on behind the scenes is, uh, I don't even know how to describe well, it. Well, which it's, is really, are you, so are you guys as concerned about Taiwan, I think, as I am with regard to supply chain issues, right? Because I, I don't think we understand what the semiconductor industry really means to our everyday existence it's absolutely well two things one i'm concerned that joe biden just figured out what a supply chain was six years ago <laughs> yeah and now we might lose it because and I think of he joe just biden forgot it. yeah right he just forgot it but right. no it is it's it's a there there's a big there's a that is a big one that affects us yeah our our potential involvement in the war obviously affects us greatly as well there, there's a ton of that and i i if i'm xi jinping I'm doing this shit before 2024 mm -hmm. without a, a doubt. I, I, I would have done it by now. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not encouraging him to do it. I don't want that to happen for Taiwan or for the world writ large or for us. But, bro, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. This guy's a he's 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 your little bitch in the White House. He doesn't know he's in the White House because he's that far gone. Mm -hmm. Go get it. Like, I, I don't know why they haven't done it, but I do think they'll do it before 2024. I would be surprised if they didn't. I agree. I agree. And from what I understand, there's, uh, yeah, I mean, that maneuvering is already happening. Yeah. So, yeah.
Well, yeah. and you had freaking Russian warships off their coast the other day, too, which is another whole <laughs> next level of the concern. We know that they're buddy-buddy. You've got these, co these countries who aren't going along with all this globalist woke bullshit and are pushing back against it. They're weakening the dollar. You, you take Taiwan, you crush us there with semiconductor. There's, there's so many levels to this. We are so close. And I know it, people are like, oh, you're just, this is fear tactics. No, this is reality. We are so close to being in such a bad position in this country. And, and most of you would say, well, we're not in a good position. We're not, we hate each other in our country. We could have 9-11 tomorrow again, and we wouldn't rally because we hate each other. But, but the, the next level stuff that could happen literally like that is terrifying. Yeah, people it, are concerned about nuclear war. I, I've never been concerned about that. I'm, I'm far more concerned about people's inability to eat or function or move. Um, you know, access to resources. So um, I, I, I've never lost sleep at night thinking that, you know, and I've never pushed that on my audience, you know, be afraid of imminent nuclear war uh, because they don't have to. Yeah. It, it, you, no, you, you don't just, have to. Right. Well, and, and the mutually assert destruction has always sure. been something that makes sense. You, no one survives really in, in those. Some, some of you do, but with, with what? Like, I mean, with, so I, I agree. I mean, it's, it's unlikely that happens although it seems like our administration is still kind of hell-bent on doing it. I think that that's part of it, though. It's like, we're going to push this because no one's going to actually pull the trigger on one of those. But it doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. it, there's so many other things that could happen that disrupts everything, everything across the board. And, man, it's scary. And I'm coming for your shit if that happens. Just put a DB sticker on your window, and I'll pass your house. <laughs> yeah. That or, like, have a coin, like, somewhere on there. I'll be like, gotcha. I'm going to I'm gonna take your neighbor's shit. Um, okay. <laughs> you, uh, let's. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just I thought something was coming. Um, I mean, you know what that is. I do know what yeah. it is. But let's. Um, how long is that other clip? The this one. Yeah, a minute twenty. Let's do it. This is so we've got huge problems overseas: Ukraine, Russia, China, Taiwan. We've got China attacking us, and again, it's not just that they attacked us this week or that they attacked us six months ago or three months ago. They do it all the freaking time. But we've got a massive culture war happening here in America, which I also think is by design, and we're, we're kind of losing it. Here's a, here's a preschool teacher tr saying something. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Leslie, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Ray. My pronouns are also they, them. And what are we celebrating this week, Ray? It is non-binary awareness week. And what does that mean? Well, that means if you don't feel like a boy in your heart or a girl in your heart, or if you feel like neither or both, you are seen, you are loved, and you are supported no matter what. That's right. We love you for who you are, no matter what you might look like on the outside. We know who you are on the inside. And to all of our friends who might not be non-binary, how can we help them support our non-binary friends? Well, you can always make sure you're using the right pronouns because you want to respect your friends. Well, what if somebody accidentally calls me the wrong pronoun and you are with me? What would you do? Oh, I would simply say, oh, excuse me, I see that you said she, but Leslie goes by they. That simple. That respectful. That is love. That is what being non-binary is about. We love you. We see you. Mwah! <laughs>
So in church circles, we call that legion. <laughs> you know what's really sad? That teacher is actually kind of hot. If she would have done something <laughs> with her hair and some makeup. Yeah, look at her bone structure in her face. Have you been at the bar? No, <laughs> I should. But... But you could tell that she she's got she's she has the baseline to be attractive. So she, she done ruined it. Ah, uh, I mean that's she wrote it. She has the, the maybe some cheek structure that's not bad. If she didn't go boycott, got rid of those yeah. glasses, and she's then just changed teeny. everything else again about skin. her. But the thing that always gets me about the the Alphabet Mafia is the fact that they never say anything about how they are going to integrate themselves with other people. It's always about how other people can take the knee or, or please them in some sort of way. It, it's never about compromise. It's always about you're wrong because I'm right, because I'm special, and you have to enter into my world. Right. Which, for myself, I don't want to enter your world. No, I have no desire to, to live in your fantasy. Yeah, don't, don't push yours like, on me, and I won't. Push. No, I love Tom's fantasy. I love oh, okay. Tom's yeah. fantasy. Yeah. I, I won't these people. I won't push my leather spanks on you. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <they're... laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, to, to, to me, to, to me, it's hard because we were we were all grown up. To, you know, we love everyone. Uh, you know, and appreciate everyone and who, how like they are. Packers fans. But, you know, I mean, I don't like Packers. Yeah, that was the one thing my dad taught me. <laughs> Love everyone, just not Packers fans or Red Wings fans. That was Is that my a gay slur. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What's really sad? Is that my mind went there too? Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. It's, but also, if you're putting stuff in another man's. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. That's just not my style. I don't want to go into that either. But most people are normal. And Most people are. can talk to somebody, even if, if it's like this person with her puppet dragging it around, be like, hey, how you doing? I hope you're having a good day. And then and then be done with it because it's somebody that, you know, I probably would want to have a conversation with her just because of how weird it might be. But I, I don't want to be forced to engage in any activity that I personally don't feel comfortable with, just as I would not expect somebody else to engage in the same sort of activity that I want them to engage in. If I if if I went around meeting people and said, I want you to call me my lord, th that's outrageous. But see, we could have that happen, actually. Yeah, you just, you, you wouldn't do it just because, it, 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 to me, it breaks the social contract of just being nice to everybody. Right. When you have to, it, it, I go back to the whole Starbucks thing. When you have to, like... It, when you're when you're so like caught up in every little ingredient, you're gonna go crazy. Life is gonna be horrible for you, and life is gonna be horrible for somebody who's demanding pronouns or demanding. It, it, it's never gonna, it's never ending, right? If you give into it, I call it the American version of Sharia law. It is convert or die. That that is the mindset because if you don't convert, you are canceled. You are shamed. You are ostracized. Now you're put on watch lists, right? You yeah. are deemed a domestic terrorist if you do not agree with these, quote, principles. So people ask me, well, how do you deal with it? And for me personally, I'm from the South, and I deal with it like I deal with everything. Everyone's either yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. I, I do that, period. And I don't change. Yeah. I, I, I just, I am who I am. Now, if there's a, if there's a suspicion... <laughs> then I, I might alter 
how I address someone, but I'm not ever going to refer to them as they because I as as someone who is a uh, Christ follower, a truth follower, I'm not going to follow that lie. I'm not going to substantiate that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just right. not. No, I, and that's and that's how we've gotten here. Is there's so many people who do like, oh, just go along with it. I don't want to upset them. No, you're not. You're not helping them right. by doing that. They're gonna their clinical bills are going to be huge down the road. So are yours for having to now put up with the, the fact that the whole world's telling us we have to go along with this. We got to take a break, though, folks. I'm sorry to interrupt with this. We've got to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to do That's Meme-tastic because it's Thursday. So we're going to go through some memes, some of the top memes of the week, and then we're going to do the post-show presser. And all that's coming up right after the break. Interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets dial 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833-287-2465 this invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your ira or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences don't let biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar call 833 the number two usa gold yes call now 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Scripps. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. All right, here we go. Welcome back. It is Thursday, which means it's our Friday, which is people are like, what the hell does that mean? It just means we go Monday through Thursday, but we do have coin club tomorrow. Make sure you join us for that 11 a.m. Eastern. But for now, we're going to do what we always do to wrap the week. We're going to look at some of the week's best memes in a segment that we call That's Meme-tastic. That's, That's Meme-tastic. Meme-tastic. That's Meme-tastic. 
We should do that one more time. All right. <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> Let's start right off with this one. Disco, you throw them up. We will discuss. I will let you know, especially you listeners on the audio podcast, what we're looking at. We've got a picture of the Titanic. Did you know the pool in the Titanic is still filled with water? I mean, it's true. It's a fact. It is yeah. a fact. Yeah. You can. It's a saltwater it. pool now. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think they're, they're you know they're a little bit easier on your on your pool pumps and stuff like that. It can be it can be good for you. Here's um, kind of just old school picture here. Be the extremist the media says you are. Just old kind of old traditional folk. Love, <laughs> I love the the, the two kids with the the, sh the the rifles and everything. It's great. Good, good. All right. Here we got <laughs> we got Bill Clinton and we got Joe Biden. I got blown in the White House. I've got blow in the White House. It's it's a true story. By the way, Secret Service came out today and went ahead and just let us know that the investigation uh, regarding cocaine in the White House has been closed. No suspects identified. Everyone just move on. And they seem yeah, they seem okay with it. No big deal. We found White House in the cocaine. We're gonna let it slide. Okay, bro, you're able to identify four thousand <laughs> random strangers on one day in the Capitol, and you're gonna tell me with call logs and video cameras everywhere, it you don't know who it. Uh, it's it's total bullshit. We should deploy the cocaine the cocaine hunters like the sedition hunters. Yes, yeah. let's yeah. do it. Yeah, if you're out there, do we have like a horn for that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great as they'd probably show up they would know, but right. um they'd be like you need me for something <laughs> so just some education here this one's not amazing but how a bill becomes a law just that's some, truth right there yeah absolutely and schoolhouse rock i love that up at the top yeah i'm just a bill big wad of cash a little old bill sorry <laughs> Dude, my, those were so good. The Schoolhouse Rock. Love those. Hard. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to find them to show to my girls just to be like, here, go watch these. Yeah. But you can't. Well, yeah, I think you can get them on DVD now, like a DVD set. Tom just got a DVD player. Ooh, Tom, we're coming over. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids, sit down with Uncle Tom and watch these. <laughs> so if you don't like wrestling, you might not you might not get into this one. But he, this guy says, my girl said no more sex in bed until you put a ring on it. Hope she likes it. <laughs> yes. So reminds me of that Friends episode. He bought a ring. It was a Dude, fighting ring. <laughs> when I was a kid, uh, my brother's bedroom. When he went to college and I was still in school, my brother's bedroom had a bed that had posts like that. So my friends and I would take ace bandages and whatever kind of rope we could find and make ring ropes around there, then have wrestling matches That's in, awesome. in my brother's that room. Awesome. Yeah. We need. To, I, we talked about it this week. I, I would like a ring here, maybe over in Studio B. We'll work on. We'll get no work done. No. Well, <laughs> Where's well, Drew? We're gonna. <laughs> you know what I'd like to do? Bring back like some of the good old like the good old matches they used to have. You know, like a Texas bunkhouse match or a Canadian lumberjack match. There were there was so much flavor back then when it came to wrestling and the type of matches. I mean, now with the ladders and chairs and everything, they're all great. But they just lost that old school. Old well, school if you do flair. the ring, then the next time I come back, I can be like. The, the no. card girl? Card girl. The card girl. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, we have a lot of needs around here. Now we need card girls. <laughs> you guys are so needy. We need a bartender. We need <laughs> we need lots of things. A band. A band. Uh, okay. What do we got? <clears throat> you don't want to play that one, so oh, hang on. Here it is. <laughs> okay. We got we got Zuckerberg, who does look fit ahead of his fight. I'll give him that. He's a total douche nozzle. But 
Is on, it actually happening? The on, fight? Well, we don't know. Oh, okay. Probably not. On threads, you're free to say whatever I want. That's, true. Yeah, that's pretty. That true. Sounds true. That's, true. Yeah. that's accurate. Okay. Next one. This is just true. This we talked about this last week. This isn't fun. It is funny in in a sick kind of way. But you got Jen Psaki saying if Russia uses cluster bombs against Ukraine, it will be a war crime, which she did say. And then you had Joe saying we're giving Ukraine cluster bombs to use against the Russians. Um, it's like masks don't work. Oh, masks work. Yes. Move the mm -hmm. goalpost. Mm -hmm. However, we need to change it just so we get what we want. Know the signs, the warning signs of white supremacy. Married, has kids, full-time employment, regular church attendance, no criminal record, distrust the government. Really, that last one, um, that's true. Again, not really a funny one. That's just true. We're just giving you wisdom here, I guess, today, and that's <laughs> meme-tastic. This one's great. If this, <laughs> if this was the pilot, would you get on the plane? Yes. <laughs> He's like walking up and down the aisle. We're going to be cruising at an altitude <laughs> of 150 hey, feet at 30,000 miles per this hour. This is a flight to Dendu. Oh, wait a second. Where's my map? <laughs> That's exactly how it would go and then he's during the flight he just walks out and he's like which way do i get how do i get back to the cockpit again yeah <laughs> <laughs> sir it's that way <laughs> be terrifying all right next meme you're not you're not a real american until you choke hold a deer unconscious on top of a 50 pound bag of old roy at walmart i just kind of like this one because that I kind of, that is white supremacy that is it is that's white privilege Chad had a deer come up to him at his pool the other day. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> this saw guy's that. technique is great. He's total Krav Maga <laughs> yeah. at this but point. But I love he's got like he's a got mustache, that. too. Yeah. Everyone's standing around. I got this. I just would love to see the footage of that happening. Sleeper hold. <laughs> <laughs> the deer's like, bro, I'm just trying to get out of here. I don't know how I got in here. Okay. This, this, this one also just true. Not necessarily funny. Uh, cocaine before this is before and after cocaine. She's pretty messed up. Alcohol, dude, he's gotten hard after it, no doubt about that. Crack, I feel she's still kind of cute doing crack. I mean, she looks a little crazy. And then college, what we're all concerned about for our our nation's youth, that is what they we, they they go looking normal and they come back looking like that chick we showed on a TikTok video a minute ago, who who gave herself a boy cut, got a puppet. And changed her pronouns. Got a puppet. Yep. <laughs> the natural progression. Yeah. Got my hair cut. Got a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Seen it a hundred times. We should save the gorillas from being used for tape and glue, says AOC. Oh, like, yeah, the gorilla glue. Yeah. She's, again, attractive. Just don't open your mouth. Um, you must be this tall. This reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> Lots of movies where you got people, but Zelensky's not tall enough to start World War III, according to this this ruler right there. I love too that this picture that was taken because the actual picture that's behind the the theme park measuring stick or whatever that's called, it the height, whatever, yeah, the <laughs> is just Zelensky standing by himself, kind of like alone at this gathering. No one's like talking to him. At least he's a different outfit on this time. Does he? It's I mean, the olive drab shit. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it's not like the sweater that he had on for the longest time. You know, it's I'm sure it's underneath that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's 80 degrees outside. How many do we got? One. Oh, hang on. I'm looking at the wrong. One, four, uh, three left. Okay. 
Well, we've all seen the chick on the plane. Oh, yeah, and the one that's like, that guy's not real. Yeah, not fucking real. I'm telling you right now, those motherfucking 81 million votes are not real. <laughs> Dude, you know, the crazy thing about this chick is nobody knows who she is. She's still a mystery. I've been there is an account that I follow on Twitter and this guy's wanting to marry her and he's coming up with all kinds of merchandise, of course, that he's pushing out there. But he's like, this is the most unreal thing that I've ever done before on social media is to try and track down this woman. And he's like to the point where I don't even think she exists. <laughs> she doesn't. I, it, I, I don't think so. It, I'm, well, I'm but but what, what do you mean by that, though? She doesn't exist. She doesn't have a social media presence. Yes, I think she's spooky. Spooky. Yes. Okay. A lizardo. It is interesting. A no. lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people are trying to track her down. And like she's kind of cute. Like I'm kind of on her side. It's like, bro, like this. Just let's move on from this. Let's move on from this. Uh, and let's move on from that meme. Uh, I looked. This is Biden. I looked Putin in the eye, and I told him my son's Pornhub account is off limits. <laughs> that conversation's probably happened. Yeah. Probably has. Okay, next one. I feel like this wasn't a hilarious meme-tastic day. This but, one's good. But this is the last one. This is the last okay. one. I feel like we should have a chalkboard with this up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like a, the emergency <laughs> yeah. or a safety thing, whatever. Days without an accident. Days without being a national embarrassment, zero. zero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to up our game for next week. Yeah. I, I could tell. I could see it visibly in Tom's face. He's disappointed. He's already packed his stuff up. He's about to leave. The best one was the Titanic one, I think. And that's yeah, we, that's what we started off and with. That, that's a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all, I mean. <laughs> we're all dads, right? Yeah. Uh, no. But I don't own a minivan, and I don't wear high-waisted jeans and white New Balances. Pleated jeans. Yeah. Pleated. <laughs> yeah, Pleats you are coming back, man. I'm no, telling you. No, yes, no. Tom, Tom, do you iron Leave your jeans? Out. They yes, are they are. Pleats are coming. Tom, Tom, do you iron your jeans and get a good crease in the front? You know what? I used to, but I've got a freezer for my jeans because you're not supposed to wash them. What? Okay. Yeah. No, people do say that. I'm freezer? It, it, de it degrades the quality of denim. Like, if you've got raw denim, you shouldn't wash them. You should put them in the freezer. Ah. Denim tips So I feel like Tom. I deal with something I call acidic ball sweat. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't wear... I don't wear anything down there it's just me and my boys and not and but the jeans always if you wash them eventually your crotch falls out and then so too does something else <laughs> <laughs> i can't i mean i literally I, that's how I, I always get rid of my jeans I, because there is a problem in that sector see what kind of freaks me out about not wow. wearing underwear is the fact that i i like that little buffer there and also, I look at underwear like a bra. You know, when you start getting older, your your, your nads are gonna start <laughs> dropping, bro. Oh, and if they don't have any support now, they're gonna be you're gonna be making tea when you're sitting on the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think I'm almost there. <laughs> By the time I'm in my 70s, they'll be coming out my pant leg. <laughs> There's still time to, to write the shit, man. Just don't want to. It's way you, too. It's so restrictive. <laughs> Putting them up in something. Try now, some of mine. Uh, yours are interesting. Women <laughs> <laughs> well, only do it so we don't end up with like long cleavage. Uh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it took you a second. 
<laughs> long oh, cleavage. Like, you know what? I you just unlocked something new for Tom. Yeah. I, I was trying to. I think I was. What what stumped me was I thought I used long cleavage as a password at one point. For an, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, it's that account. That was the account of long cleavage. Oh right, yeah. There it is. Add it to okay. the list. Um, well, look, it was so fun having Monica here. Monica, thank you for thank you. being in studio with us for two days. It was awesome. We've had a blast. Make sure you follow her guys online. You're going to be seeing a lot more of her, I feel, here on the RVM Network. So stay tuned for some information on that. We hope to see you all tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern for Coin Club. If you haven't signed up, go to dbcoinclub.com. Check it out. Come hang out with us tomorrow. You'll get all the goodies that come along with being on Coin Club. And if you can't for some reason, we'll look forward to seeing you next week. We're heading to the post-show presser now. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference, sponsored by Colon Sport, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport Electrolyte Replacement in one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right. Fun week. Fun week. Fun having Monica here. Uh, the last two days, you know, I think we maybe got a little off track, the four of us, the last last two days as well. But that was fun. It was a good time. Hopefully you guys had a great time. Loved all the engagement on all the different platforms. Appreciate you uh, like like you'll never understand. So grateful for all of you in the audience out there. A lot of crazy stuff happening in the world. A lot of things we got to keep our tabs on. And and we certainly will hear. No doubt we'll we'll continue it tomorrow on Coin Club and we'll get into it next week. I'll I'll shut up, though, now and, and get to some of y'all's questions. Good afternoon, Drew. Myers Graham Bowie, uh, Gold Coast Gazette here. Hey, uh, Drew, my question is about the uh, the Chinese hacking group that you talked about hacking into, uh, I, I guess, our intel or our defense or, you know, there, there's so many different offices. It's kind of confusing because you've got the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, the what's the D D I D I A something like that? You're right. Yes, uh, defense intelligence. You know, it just gets all all confusing with all these all these federal agencies. I, I don't know how you keep them straight. Uh, you know, but my question back back to my question about espionage and. The that man who spoke uh, Sullivan, yes, uh, Jake Sullivan's the, the man's name. Yes, I, I don't know what kind of outfit that they're running over there, but it always seems like there's always a catastrophe happening at some point. And I'm not that that I can't quite put my finger on it. But my question to go. Uh, I'm sorry. Back to espionage. This isn't the first time that uh, I, we've seen computer crimes happening, Drew. Um, whatever happened to the supposed hacker that hacked into Hillary's server? I believe his name was Guccifer. Do you have an update on Guccifer? <laughs> Thank you, Drew. 
Uh, thanks, Myers. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have an update on that for you today. Uh, uh, we'll have to discuss that at another time. But this is not the first time this has happened with China. These these types of cyber attacks happen. In fact all the time, some on bigger scales, some on smaller scales, some successful, some moderately successful, some unsuccessful. Uh, but it, this is a massive concern for us. There's a lot that needs to be unpacked with this latest one. And, and really just with the, the attempts by our enemies to, to hack into our systems, collect very, very sensitive data, information on people, all of that. Uh, it's something that's, that's routinely happening and, and we need to do more to address it. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew. Glenn Morangi here, Long Haul Trucker Tribune. My question has to do with artificial intelligence. Over the last two years, I've been told by so-called experts in the transportation industry and people like Elon Musk have been saying that commercial trucking in the United States will be all automated. So my question to you, Drew, is what kind of timetable are we looking at for when all truck drivers will cease to exist here in the United States? Thank you, Drew. Well, thank you, Glenn. Thanks for what you do, first and foremost. Always glad to have you here and, and appreciate your questions. Uh, they seem to be some of the more rational, level-headed ones that I get. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. I think it's a concern. I think everyone should be concerned to a certain extent and, and on different levels, right, whether it's, it's security and, and the livelihood of just humans writ large or more specifically and probably more practically in the near-term industry and, and various industries such as yours. I think that yours, I, I don't know, I don't have a timetable, there's no crystal ball here, but I would, I would think that the trucking industry has a, has a long while to go before that's a massive threat, at least writ large in terms of the driving and the delivery of all that. Now, the, the, some of the people perhaps loading uh, and, and, and whatnot, I, I don't know about that, but I, I think you've got more time. I, I'll say this though, I hope, I hope that it never goes the way that you're talking about. I think it's going to be tough for us to steer it away from that. But um, I, the, the, the trucking community is such a vital part of our country, and the makeup of the trucking community is so damn American. I love it. So I hope that we can, we can push it off for a long while. Let's take one more. Oh, uh, yeah. Hello. Hello, Drew. Th thanks for calling on me, Drew. <laughs> Nancy. Nancy Abigail Aloysius. <laughs> Sonoma. Mm. Well, Aloysius really isn't my middle name. <laughs> uh, but I'm from San Diego. No, you're not. San Francisco. San. San Felipe. Francisco. San. San Francisco. Yes. San Francisco. Harad. Hey. Anywho. Okay. My question to you, Drew, is uh, I'm, I'm wondering about these, these F-16s that are somehow found in French fries in Yugoslavia, but I'm not sure how that happened because it's, uh, yeah. Is, is Yugoslavia still a country, Drew? Have a great day, guys.
You've just heard Drew Berquist. Catch the show weekdays on every major social media platform and on DrewBerquist.com.